Welcome to the Deep Roots Podcast. My name is Lance Enerson, and it is my mission to help heal your human beingship through physiotherapy, breath, movement, and discomfort. I wanted to take a second to remind you guys that the Breathwork uh, program is available. The easiest way to get on this is to just go onto my Instagram, which is lance.enerson underscore DPT. And in the link there in the bio, you can sign up for the Breathwork program. Remember, this is a super low barrier to entry because I want as many people as possible to start uh, experiencing the benefit of Breathwork in both their um, movement practice and however it is their training, but also in just everyday life because it does make a difference in the way that you feel and the way that you perform. And if you would be so kind, go to where it is you listen to podcasts and leave a review, preferably a five-star review if you have found anything valuable in these conversations that I've been having with myself or uh, with the people that I've been interviewing. The more feedback that I get, the more I can spend time on this project, bringing you um, more information from different experts, as well as diving deeper into those subjects that I find absolutely fascinating, like human beingship. I absolutely love the conversation of human beingship, and I wanna keep having that conversation as much as I can with the most interesting people that I can find. So. Go on, leave a review, share this podcast with three friends that you know will absolutely love it or find value in the conversation that we're having. And without any more ado, I will get you to the show today. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Today, I have the owners of Targi Athletics in Driggs, Idaho, which is where I will be opening up my physical therapy practice. And here I'm with Dane Tony and Josh Rempel. And I just wanted to have a conversation with them because I really admire the way that they run their gym. Um, and one of the things that really stood out to me with this is, and this is just like a really simple thing, was that I came here a while ago and did a breathwork seminar on kind of performance oriented things. And afterwards, or maybe it was right before, I don't, I don't remember, but they just had like, um, they had like a checklist and like things were dialed in of for their coaches, like cleaning the gym and being in a ton of CrossFit gyms over the years, I have seen how little things like that, that should matter very much to owners and to managers of gyms really just slip through the cracks because they're like, oh, we have the best programming. We have the best community. So we're going to make everybody work out in a crap hole. And they, they just don't do that. And they have amazing programming. They offer some really cool options for their members uh, outside of just like, hey, come in, grind through the class. Um, but like more personalized things and then just other other types of experiences that you don't typically see in CrossFit gyms. So I'm excited to have this conversation and welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah, thank you for having us. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. So this is, this is like the question I like to kick all of these off with because I really just love the phrase of human beingship. And I'd, I'd like both of your takes on this of what what is human beingship to you? Like what comes to mind when when you hear that that phrase? Um, so for me, human beingship, um, 
seems to incorporate a lot more than just the gym. Um, because we're in the gym, that's kind of one of the first things that comes to mind. But yeah, it's kind of total what you do outside the gym, what you do in the gym, what you do when no one's watching you. Um, yeah, just are you living the life that you would want other people to look at and kind of admire? Yeah, mine was more like, are you improving? Are you improving as a, a professional? Are you improving as a girlfriend? Are you improving as a friend? Um, are you are you making the community better? So like how your impact is in the rest of the human population. Yeah, that's that's cool. So that that's that's interesting, and that I mean that might be why I see your guys' gym as being different and successful in ways that I think are are valuable to to people is that it's it's almost like you complete each other <laughs> right of like some of like those more external things and then the more internal uh, things that aren't necessarily uh, super tangible but that that creates a complete experience for the people that come into your gym and the way that you interact with them and stuff and so that's that's super cool um, just from my take on that is that for me, human beingship is adaptability. It's that people can choose the, the adaptation that, that they want, right? We can enter a situation and it might be stressful. It might be hard. And the adaptation that we might choose might be to run. It might be to leave. It might be to not take part in that environment in that situation anymore but also might be to stick around to overcome and to live with some intention in that to be able to have the outcome that that we want to have and so i'm excited just with this whole kind of blending of theories almost of that we'll be working so closely together so for the future i think that's going to be be super cool yeah, that's awesome. Um, so as far as your gym and the way that you have everything set up, I'd like to know kind of like what's what's the framework or the philosophy behind Targi Athletics? Like what is what is driving your uh, your business and I guess your your quest to, to help people here in uh, Teton Valley? Um, I think for us it's mainly just um, – making us like a stronger healthier community um you know provide a place for people to come um improve themselves um that could be mentally it could be physically um you know it could be the one hour of the day that they have to themselves but just provide a platform a platform for people to improve um improve their beingship <laughs> yes <laughs> Yeah, I think um, I feel like I've got so much out of training, um, you know, just lifting weights. And then as CrossFit kind of entered on the scene and people started not just lifting, but doing the hard metabolic stuff, uh, the people that I was training with and the friends that I got from that was always a big part of it. And I'm still really good friends with those people. And I think there's something about going through it in a group or community um, that makes it just more enjoyable and memorable. Um, you see that kind of with military personnel, you know, deployments and all that stuff. They're usually, not always, I guess, and I wasn't in the military, but from what I've read and seen, like, you know, friends for life afterwards if you were in a group. So uh, I think there's something to it and it's it just makes it 
yeah, a little bit more fun than doing it alone and being able to share that with the community is really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I think that um, just from what what you have both just said is that there's def- there's that physical component, which is like obvious, right? I mean, yeah, it's it's a gym. People come here to change their bodies, but they they also come for so much more because there's there's almost that expectation, especially in a gym environment that is um, you know kind of like CrossFit oriented or um, a little bit more kind of like competitive feeling at least that there, there's more than that there's there's a, a human component and more more connection that you're able to find there and so what what do you guys do like what what are your strategies or um the way this is that you intentionally foster that kind of like that sense of community that uh feeling of, of belonging and of getting more than just being sweaty and going home um, I think laughing at it, kind of like it's never so. Like uh, I think it was Bergeron or somebody said, "This isn't suffering. This is because true suffering doesn't end when the pains or when the you know physical exertion stops or something like that." And that really struck as true because you know you say, "Yeah, I'm in here suffering through this you know Fran for three minutes or whatever," but it's not real suffering because. In three minutes when you're done, you know, you're going to feel pretty, well, it might take a little bit, but you're going to feel fine in a couple minutes, right? Yeah, when you're done, you're done. Yeah, exactly. Um, So kind of just smiling through it, you know, some of that times you get a little dark in your head and it starts to suck, but you look up and everybody looks at you and you just kind of laugh a little bit and then everybody kind of smiles and then you just get back to it. Um, I think it's stuff like that that really kind of builds that attitude, just like keep grinding but yeah just not taking it so seriously and yeah i mean it's just totally... leaning into it and be having and enjoying yourself yeah exactly it's just working out yeah 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 it's cool yeah like a lot of times it's just have fun like we're here to have fun we're not here to like kill ourselves um and just being friendly with everyone get to know people Um, You know, like everyone in here is, I would consider a friend. And so I think that piece is a part of it too. Yeah. Something I found really interesting and I didn't think of this until just barely is just like the, uh, um, like the little challenges that you guys do around the open Mm -hmm. and of like putting on like social media and stuff. Those, those are funny and like they're, they're, they're interesting of it's just like, it's not one of those, I was like, all right guys, it's the open. And so you better buckle down because we're serious about this. It's like, Hey, we're going to work hard, but this is going to be a blast. Like there's going to be these theme things and there's going to be all these ridiculous videos and it's going to be great. And you get to be a part of that. So that was something that I, I found really interesting and really, I guess, respectful of the whole, of the whole process of, you know, building, building better people. So, yeah. And that was our first year of kind of going full blown fun open. And it was, I was so impressed by all the social media posts that came out and like the costumes it I was it was so fun and um it was just like another way to bring our community together and we I mean we had so many people sign up and like it was just such a fun experience and it I was surprised on how involved people were and it was I was it was awesome (laughs) did you notice uh like a big change in like participation 
of like the open or I guess just like the community aspect of it as well when you incorporated something like that? Uh, yeah, we had, I don't know, 20 more signups this year for the open. That's cool. Um, from previous and participation was definitely higher. Usually like, cause five weeks is a long time. Yeah. Uh, usually around week three, you start to kind of see the lag. Like, you know, everybody's fired up on week one and two. Week three just kind of drops off. Week four is probably the low point. And then it's the last one. And it's always around spring break too. So a lot of people are gone. But, you know, that one usually finishes pretty strong. And this year I felt like with all the games or what have you, with social media, um, it kept the attendance, yeah, much higher throughout the entire thing. Yeah, kept kept people engaged, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that that was something that I was wondering about too that I kind of wanted to, to touch on with you guys is that like this is a super cool place to live, right? I mean like Teton Valley is one of, like in my opinion, it's like one of the most beautiful places in like in the world because if you love mountains and, uh, and like all of that just amazing stuff, like this is an, a really great place to be. So how how does all the stuff that you're doing here at Target Athletics, how does that fit into the lifestyle of this whole outdoor paradise? Well, I think it's just that, like we, we recognize that and that's like, a, like that's a, our framework, you mm-hmm. know? So um, I always say when I have somebody come new to the gym it's like everything we do in here i want to transfer out there and i and i point over to the mountains and to the big holes and i'm like you know this is Great this visual. is what we live for <laughs> you know so and you know most people are here because of that mm-hmm. so um that's a big piece to a lot of the things that we do or the reason why the or the purpose behind the things that we do um whether that be our programming um or just you know how our whole gym is frameworked you know we have a ski fitness program um you know we we've just started doing a a running program so you know we incorporate all those things into our program i always say like my biggest thing is a lot of those things that we do out here in the wild wild west (laughs) um you know my philosophy is muscle is armor Mm. so like train in here to perform well out there but also like protect yourself um that's been a a big role in my life and so um i really stand by that philosophy yeah so with with that um that whole idea um and I, i think it's probably a little bit easier just because this is such an active community but have you found that it's, or have you ever found that it's been a, maybe difficult for people to, um, I guess, stay connected to that idea of like, this is benefit, always benefiting the other activities that I want to do? Or is that something that they're just like, oh yeah, well, this makes sense? I think in the beginning, there's always a little bit of that as far as pushback. It's like, okay, I'm going to do this gym thing for eight weeks and then I'm going to go do my sport Mm -hmm. and then I'll be back maybe in three months after I'm done doing my sport. And then mostly what we see is they realize how beneficial it is and maybe they cut back a little bit on volume Mm -hmm. for training. So instead of coming five days a week, they come two, but they continue throughout the entire time just because they, the benefit is so great. Yeah. So you just sell them on the results, right? 
Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And it's always like, okay, cool. Let's do that. Let's start at eight weeks and, you know, hit that hard and see how it goes. And then pretty soon they're like, oh, yeah. Or they do come, you know, they go away for a month and then everything starts to fall off a little bit and then they come back. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's, that's, that's way cool. And, um, I think that maybe, I don't know, my own shift of perspective from, uh, in the past being more, uh, competitive minded. And then now as a physical therapist and, um, having coached for quite a few years now and things that as I see now, like the importance of longevity, right. Of like how, it doesn't matter if you are a competitive triathlon athlete or crossfitter or in you know jujitsu jiu whatever it is if that's not at the base or at the core then things end up falling apart so much more quickly than anybody ever expects so how how are you guys um i guess approaching that longevity game because so many people that live here they like they're not just in the gym just like oh well i feel good but like they they actually have a lot of other sports and things that they participate in so how, how are you guys approaching that whole longevity conversation um <clears throat> through training i think spending most of your time not putting yourself in the red line right um not that that's necessarily bad but you can't do that on a daily basis mm. um and so mixing in good quality training over years of time plus aggressively pursuing what you want to do outside the gym, right, I think is kind of the recipe for longevity. And then all of that should cycle through, um, you know, whether like kind of around your events, right, if you're racing or, or you have big personal objectives or whatever, maybe a big hiking trip or something, but you, you're, you're kind of peaking and then giving yourself a little bit of time off, time to recover, time to regroup. Um, and then kind of re ramping up and just constantly kind of cycling that through over time, uh, would be how I would think to go about, yeah, kind of getting the most out of it. Because if you're just constantly burning at both ends, you're just, it's not going to last that long. Um, on the flip side, if you're somebody who's just always been a sport athlete and just do your sport, you're going to be able to do that for probably quite some time. And then there's going to come a point where the imbalances from doing those sports are just going to catch up to you. And I think that's where the gym comes in, you know, for most people is just keeping all that balanced out. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, just as an example, but if you're just a cyclist for 15, 20 years, my guess is you're going to end up having some shoulder and back and, you know, issues at some point. And maybe that's caused from just overuse and maybe it's caused from a crash. But, you know, that gym training is going to help keep the upper body a little bit stronger, more limber, more mobile. Um, yeah, and hopefully just be able to keep you on the bike longer yeah so like it, it really it kind of comes back to the whole thing of like we're working with people we're not working with cyclists 
there are people who are cyclists, you know, we're still working with people and they have to be able to meet that kind of like a minimum threshold of, you know, like mobility and strength and those things so that they can remain healthy, that they can remain active for a long period of time and they can enjoy the things that, that they want to do. But if we're just so tunnel visioned, whether that's like you said, with a sport or with, you know, redlining and being super high intensity all the time, then, then we're going to have issues, right? Is that, is that kind of what you're, you're getting at? Yeah, I wasn't trying to pick on cyclists. So oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah. trying to use the example because it's you know, very cyclical. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, totally. Like, you just need – it's like when you're a kid, the best thing you can do is as many sports as possible. Mm. You know, if you do baseball and that's it and you're a pitcher, I don't think you're going to last past high school. Yeah. And so – the more variety you get early or later, the better. Outside of, uh, you know, maybe a couple month prep for your event. Mm-hmm. But I think a majority of training should be not random, but different and just involve different, <laughs> I mean, similar to the CrossFit thing, but you know, like different times, different intensities, different weights yeah all the time yeah like it doesn't have to be complicated right exactly as long as you're doing it with intention and you're doing it on purpose and not just like well here is a hat i am pulling out yeah we're doing uh we're doing a bunch of kettlebell stuff today right. and i hope this works out right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah pick a you know pick a time frame be somewhat consistent during that time frame and then pick a new one yeah very yeah, I like it. It's just, it's a simple, really, it's a simple concept and a simple recipe. A lot of times, especially professionals in the fitness area, they are looking for um, monetization through complification, complification, making it complicated. I don't even know. Is that a word? <laughs> complification? Uh, yeah, of making it complicated. Like, okay, everybody's been doing this, like, let's work hard and um, be consistent. Think for way too long. It's not sexy enough. I'm not getting enough traffic on Instagram. So I'm going to make up this thing that's super complicated. And this is how I'm going to save your life so that you are able to do your sport till you're 90. And like, it, it just, it doesn't need to be like that. It can be very simple of like, just vary your activity, vary your intensity and go do the stuff that you enjoy doing. Right. I mean, like it doesn't have to be crazy like that. Um, Anyway, so that that segues in pretty well to um, the next question for you for you guys. When I approached you in the first place of like, hey, would you guys be interested in having uh, you know a physical therapist here uh, on site that has had experience with the type of people that you're working with, right? Because I have I've had a lot of, of coaching experience as well. Um, something that was interesting to me was that you you mentioned that you wanted to make Targi Athletics as uh, kind of like a one-stop shop for like physical wellness stuff. And so, um, what, what's, what's your vision for that, for, for Target athletics of, as it being kind of like a, a wellness one-stop shop for, for helping people, you know, in Teton Valley, but also with, you, know, you, you guys do like your online programming as well. Right. Yeah. So like, what's, what's your, what's your vision for Target athletics as being that, that wellness hub of the valley. Yeah, I mean, kind of what you're saying, like be able to offer 
you know, multiple different avenues. Mm. You know, if somebody's in class and they're like, man, my shoulder is tweaked, you know, I know some things, but then it's like, I don't know, it's out of my, <laughs> out of my uh, schooling. So then it's like super awesome to be able to be like, okay, Lance, go check out with Lance, you know? Um, and, and just being able to kind of have that immediate um, mm. access to somebody who knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then yeah, it just kind of ties it all in. Like I really feel like a lot of what we do in, in at Target Athletics is, you know, almost kind of meshes really well with physical therapy because, you know, a lot of people come in here injured, um, you know, especially where we live, you know, yeah. everyone's had something. Um, and I always really pride ourselves on being able to work around things. So we can, you know, whatever it is, we can work around it. Um, and I really stand by that. Like we can modify and scale anything and everything um, to a degree, of course. Um, but just kind of, I felt like that really kind of meshed with that philosophy and um, kind of that prehab, um, kind of that mix of physical therapy, stay healthy, fix your injuries, and then the foundation of strength and conditioning that we provide through classes kind of type thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense or not. Yeah, no, it is, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but it, it sounds like, um, like us working together and then just like that whole idea of the, of the wellness thing is that where people get lost is they get lost in the gap. Correct. Exactly. Is that, is that kind yeah. of what you're getting at? Yeah, like bridging the gap. Yeah. yeah. So if you know, just like like for example, when I had my gym before before I went went to school, of like you'd see these people and they they might come in with a pre-existing issue, you know, whatever it is, and you work around it, but at some point or another, the issue needs to be addressed if it's not getting better. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, okay, that's not within my scope as a coach, but I know someone who can help you. And if that, the smaller that gap is, so for here, if it's like 15 feet, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty small gap, yeah. right? And it's like, you can be like, all right, we're gonna scale this workout this way. Today, I want you to leave we're gonna just cut one round off and then you're just gonna go upstairs, see Lance, right? Like that's a very small gap. People don't get lost there. And if we can do that, then it's a lot easier to keep people rolling, keep them moving and we can work, you know, collaboratively, you know, as a team of like, hey, this is what I saw, this is what I found. I'm going to do this thing and if we do this thing together of modifying that person's programming, whether they're individual or as a class, then I mean, that's, that's a pretty good formula <laughs> for some pretty robust, robust people. Yeah. And I guess like that, you just like nailed it. It was like, yes, we can scale and modify everything and anything and everything to a degree, but, and then being able to provide that platform for them to like get, you know, get to that next step, tie the knot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm excited about that, of being able to, to bring that all together of, you know, really I was just like keeping people from falling through the cracks and helping them to, to reach their, their potential. Right. I mean, like just not as like a plug for myself on this, but like, I just am fascinated with potential. Like that's, that's the thing that drives me a lot with training and, and coaching and uh, physical therapy is that like, I, I love 
to see the potential that people have like to show them like look it's right there <laughs> like it, it's right it's it's right there below the surface you got to dig just a little bit and i th- really think that's something that you guys do really well and i think that it shows in the fact that i rarely not really i yeah i rarely see very many um crossfit gym, and it's getting it's getting a lot better but i rarely see very many crossfit gyms that aren't on a fairly consistent basis running people into the ground right they're just like okay we're gonna do this thing because it's hard and that's what we do we do hard things and with your guys' stuff and you can see this really easily on on your social media stuff too it's like okay we're gonna have this hard workout like we're gonna have this test day but there's all this, these other movements that we're doing, all these other opportunities that we're taking to explore the corners of, of your mobility and to, to kind of hit that prehab thing. And so that's, that's been really cool for me to see coming in here of like, this is, this is a place I can be. And so I, uh, I don't know, I, I commend you. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I mean, I think with that intention is like <clears throat> getting people to actually move with intention is an interesting journey in and of itself because I think in so many other areas of life, people are very aware and know exactly what they want to do and where they want to go, right? You jump in your car, you have an idea where you, well, hopefully you know where you're going. <laughs> um, but you've thought about this stuff, but then when you're doing an air squat, you're just traveling through space and time with like no idea what's going on, right? <laughs> and getting people to actually be like, wait, where is my center of balance? Where's the weight on my foot? What are my knees doing? What's my chest doing? Where are my eyes? Where's my head? Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you've done, well, you don't even know how many air squats you've done because you haven't counted, but um, you know the rest of the class stops doing them, so you stop. <laughs> so getting people to actually dial in and pay attention to how they're moving in space uh, on everything, you know, throughout a workout is one way immediately to vary intensity, right? Because we don't want to sacrifice quality of movement for intensity, right? We want to earn the intensity um, as our quality of movement improves, and that's mm-hmm. going to help injury prevention and burnout and everything else. But um, that's been a that's been a big one for me too. Um, cause some things I'm very intentional on other things. I realize that I've just gone through without knowing what I'm doing or really paying attention. You know, where's my shoulder, where are my eyes, where's my head. Um, and then instead of when you do get into those moments of like, when it starts to get difficult, staying present, like really staying present and not letting yourself just avoid the uncomfortableness mm-hmm. of it um, and just kind of hanging out there. Yeah. It changes a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I, 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 uh, I really enjoy that whole conversation of discomfort of how like just generally speaking, people are so averse to experiencing something that makes them uncomfortable. Right. I mean like that might be, like, hey, we're going to do Fran. I mean, that makes everybody uncomfortable. <laughs> but you can see, like, some people, like, I have a, re- they're like, I just have a hard time being that physically uncomfortable. And you might see that same person who can crush Fran. They have, like, sub two minute Fran, but you ask them to have a conversation with a stranger, and they're like, <gasps> uh, uh, I, I gotta poop. 
and like <laughs> and like they just disappear right yeah and so <clears throat> That's one of those things that I, I think that kind of wraps back around to the beginning of our conversation of um, that whole becoming a, a better person and how that happens. It can happen through training if we're being intentional about it, that you get used to doing that uncomfortable thing and it might be a physical thing. But if you know, like as coaches and like as physical therapists and stuff like if we can have those conversations with people of what that actually means, then it can carry over into other aspects of their life. And they, they end up being better people for the experience that they have when they come to a place like target athletics. Yeah, definitely. And that's, you know, that's the goal. Make better people in the gym, better people out of the gym, better lives for the people around the people in the gym around the people in the gym yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it all matters awesome i get to commend you too uh, oh okay <laughs> um you know we're stoked to have you on board um as well just because i feel like you you're like you're willing to look outside the box you know mm. it's not you know, it's not linear. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can really appreciate that. And I feel like we have a lot to learn from you. Um, so there's definitely a lot of value in that. Um, like specifically, I know you're really into the breathing stuff and mm-hmm. we've done, you know, nose breathing workouts in the work er, workouts at the gym. And like, so it's just like, we're always kind of constantly learning and I can kind of feel that from you as well. Um, so you're trying to, you know, expand your knowledge you know outside of your even just general physical therapy Mm. you know so like you know making that circle more broad and so that's really neat and we're really excited about that well thanks i i appreciate it i'm i'm very very pumped to be to be here i I just i was so excited to find a place to be in teton valley so super pumped um I think this is an awesome place to wrap up. I do want to ask you guys just one last question from for both of you. Um, as far as just as coaches, gym owners, and um, just people that are interacting with others on a more intentional level than most people do, right? Like you guys, you're like you're programming and you're having conversations with people about why they need to change things in their lives and all, all that stuff. What is one thing that you would say for anybody, no matter where they at, where they're at, or who they are, that they could do to just start changing their life and improving it today? Just one little action step. What would you say for them? Can I do like two? You can do 12. I don't care. I mean, like learn, learn. Don't stop learning. Um, I would just say take the biggest thing on your most important thing on your checklist and do it first. Because uh, then you won the day, right? And everything else is um, kind of a bonus. Yeah. Big rocks first, right? Okay, yeah, I'm just going to stick with my learning one. Learn and breathe. <laughs> All Think right. about breathing once a day. 
All right, cool. Awesome. Well, I really enjoyed this conversation, guys, and I think that other people, the listeners, will enjoy it as well. And where can people find you on how, how can they contact you how can they find you on on the interwebs <laughs> um you can find us at targiathletics.com um you can find us on social media at targiathletics um you can also find us individually dane tony and joshua rempel he's josh is really um active on social media <laughs> um sarcasm there but uh yeah that's where you can find us Again, thank you so much for taking the time to have this conversation with me and for being just an awesome example in the gym space and in the fitness space for what a gym should look like and a community that goes along with it. And guys, get on get on your social media, get on there and follow Targi Athletics. They put out some really great stuff and you can see from the things that they actually post of what what they care about, what what's important to them. And it really shows that they care about their members and keeping them healthy and keeping them out and just crushing it in the things that they love to do in this awesome place of Teton Valley and enjoying the outdoors. And thank you for taking the time to listen to this conversation and spending it here with us and and have an awesome rest of your day.